Hello, it's Jen Murphy. As you know, which is why you're on here. I'm already doubting myself. And all I said was my name. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a good one. <laughs> uh, episode nine. Thank you so much. If you're still listening. Well, you are still listening. Oh my God. This is starting off totally wrong. Um, tonight, uh, I, I, I knew I had to do this this morning and then uh, I woke up, I went for a walk and I was like, Oh my God, I got nothing. And I was like, I hope something comes to me. And then immediately it did. So my topic tonight is obsession. Because I feel like that word just can carry over in so many different ways. Um, I have a lot of very obsessive thoughts that are the only things that, that, that really, uh, you know, take me down. I feel like obsession is like something that when people hear it, maybe just in general have like a different idea of what it actually is for a lot of people. I don't know. I think maybe it's just the way it's portrayed in movies or something. If there's ever like an obsessive woman in a movie it's usually like some woman who is like completely stalking a guy or, you know, they just portray, portray them as somebody who's so insane that she's gonna, that she hurts other people. Like she's obsessed with a guy. So then she goes and she kills his girlfriend or I don't know, whatever, something insane. But I've, I don't know how to explain this. Um, for my, my experience, it's just obsession is just something like that literally like the, the only person I've ever hurt is myself. <laughs> like to me, obsession is just my brain just going over and over the same thing and it's something so minuscule or something so small but your brain will just like freaking drive you drive me insane I keep trying to use the word me instead of you because I'm talking about myself but I tend to say you because I think it makes me feel better to think I'm talking about other people <laughs> just my brain just like the same thought just like over and over and over and it's not always, a lot of times it's about a guy, but also it can be about like just a family member or, or just anybody that I, I feel like I can't express myself. If I feel like I can't tell somebody how I really feel, then all I can do is keep having that thought over and over in my head because I can't let it out because I'm scared to like tell them how I feel. So it just like goes over and over to a point where I'm like, I think my brain is trying to kill me. Because if you have any, if, if anybody else knows what it feels like to obsess over something so badly that you're like, I could, uh, dying would be better right now. <laughs> 
The only thing I've ever done that makes me feel better is sometimes I'll like punch a wall just so my hand hurts. Cause I'm like, can I have something else on my body hurt more than my brain does right now? But I guess the thing I was saying about movies is I just, I feel like women are always portrayed as just being like this crazy person who, who, who acts out on other people. Like if you watch a movie and it's like, she was so crazy and obsessed. She went and like slashed his tires or she, and I feel like, I don't know. I just, I don't know how it is for other people. Maybe that is the norm, but to me, it's just like, I'm, I just want, I just feel like I'm dying inside. Not that I want to hurt the other person that I'm obsessing about. If that makes sense. Most of the time, if I obsess about somebody, I don't even think I have bad feelings towards that person. I'm just, I think I used to when I was younger, maybe like in my twenties or early thirties, I would just think like, oh, it's their fault. That guy's an awful person. And now that I'm older and I'm starting to like own my own stuff, I just think like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And I just like, I'm also, I'm almost like just trying to, if there's, if there's, if there's a guy I'm obsessing about, I almost like put myself further into the situation just to try and figure out now why I'm obsessing about it. Cause I'm like, why, why, why do I desperately need this validation? Why do I desperately need this person to text me? Like what kind of validation am I getting by my phone going off with a ding of somebody asking how I'm doing? Like what is wrong that I, that I will fucking, if my phone doesn't go off or maybe if he does text me, but the text in my mind doesn't fulfill what I needed to be validated, like it maybe. All it is, is that it doesn't have like the right punctuation. Like maybe it doesn't have an exclamation point or it doesn't have like a smiley face. And it's just three words. I'm like, oh, he doesn't care. He only sent three words. If he really cared, there'd be some. uh... I mean, the fact that I'm in my 40s and need an emoji to tell me how somebody feels I know it's just not, not just me. I mean, it's the world we're living in. We, we use emojis now, which is fucking terrifying that I even am living this way. I feel very lucky that I grew up in the 80s and 90s when you didn't need this, emo- this like validation because I can't imagine being in high school right now and like desperately needing emojis to tell me how people feel, except that I'm in my 40s and I need emojis for people to tell me how they fucking scary um now i forgot the trail that i was on i apologize fucking all over the place oh that i was like i put myself i i feel like i'm now more searching out if i if i'm in a situation that is making me so upset i'm almost going further into it 
just to find out why I'm so upset. Because I feel like if I back away from it, maybe I'll save myself from that situation, but I'm just going to take all of this fucking shit and mental illness I have into the next situation. So I'm like, let me just keep going forward with this one and find out why I'm acting so ridiculous in this situation. I've talked about in the past, like a fuck buddy situation where I've like lost my mind and I'm still continuing to like go forward with that person only because I feel like if I bail on it, I've had this, I've had the same, I've lost my mind over guys ever since I was like 18 And I feel like if I bail on this one now, where he might not be the best person, but he is what he is. He's, he's a fuck, it's, it's a fuck buddy. And I lose my mind sometimes. And a lot of my friends do not agree. They're like, he's bad for you. You should get away. And I get it from their point of view. But from my point of view, I'm like, but I've been doing this Like how much of the responsibility is me? Like I've been doing this for 20 years, 25 years, however long. If I don't, I feel like if I don't sit in it and figure out why I lose my mind from not getting a text message, then I would just bail on this person and bring it to the next person. I'll just find another guy and then lose my fucking mind again. So I feel like I'm like committed to be like, I need to ride this out. If it's painful, it's painful. If I sleep with him and he doesn't text me for 10 days and I feel like that's the biggest rejection in the world, but it's not, that's that's what I signed up for. That's somebody you just have sex. That's not, it's not a relationship. And I go into it being like, I don't want a relationship. Let's just have sex. And then I don't get text messages. And I'm like, why are you texting me? It's like, well, if somebody texts you every day, you're in a fucking relationship. Sorry. I just got really angry for no reason. (sighs) I just, I, I, I feel like I've gotten to a point where I can't. I cannot meet one more new person and take the same shit that I've been taking into every single encounter. It hasn't been every single encounter, but if it's like, it's anybody that I like, anybody that I want to see again. It's not like a one night stand, but it's like anybody that I'm interested in. It's just like my head just gets like everything becomes about whether or not they like me. And that's like such a problem. I don't know. I hope I'm not too old to not. I don't think I'm too old to not fix it. I hope I'm not. I don't know. But it's pretty scary when you're in your mid 40s and you're like, uh, can you change after 25? I don't know. 
think I've mentioned this before already, but, um, but it's also hard when your friends like uh, feeling like you can't be honest with friends about what's happening because people are, can be very, and they, and it's because they care. They're like, that person's so bad for you. You cry, but they only see me crying and think it's the other person's fault. But only I know that like my own head is probably 80%, 70, 80% of the reason that I'm crying. Um, now I feel like I could, I wish I could press pause on this podcast, but I can't. Um, I don't know. I just wonder where it comes from sometimes. Because you see a lot of, I see a lot of women. How many times do I have to keep reminding myself to say I instead of you? I see a lot of women or men, whatever, all genders. It's all genders now. Uh, at some point, are we going to stop saying he and she and just say they? Anyway, not yet. I see a lot of women who are very strong, I guess, and just wouldn't put up with stuff from men. I would just wonder where it comes from. I feel like I tend to always think like something's my fault and I don't know where that comes from. I don't know at what point you're in a person's life you just completely like lose any kind of like uh, self-worth. I guess. Like at what point, I don't know what happens where at some point you're just like, I'm just a piece of shit all the time. I don't think I'm a piece of shit. I think I'm a pretty good person. I don't know. I don't know. I think a lot of it is just how women get portrayed, I think. It's like I said in the movies. It's like if a woman's obsessed with a guy, she's insane. She's like slashing his tires. She's But it's never just like, oh my God, I just really love this guy so much that it hurts me and I'm dying inside. And I'm going to punch some walls and hurt myself. <laughs> I guess that would be a boring story if you were watching a movie. I, I don't know. There's just, there's nothing where, it's not even guys. It, it can happen with anybody. It's just the obsessive thoughts where it just like goes over and over and over to a point where 
and I would never hurt myself. I would never want to like take my own life. Like I love, uh, I, I, I'm scared every day that I'm going to die. Like I would never take my own life, but it's it like your brain, my brain can literally get to a point where the thoughts are so painful that for a moment it feels like there's nothing worse than feeling like your own brain, my own brain is trying to kill me. Like, I think my brain is trying to make me do something because why would, why would my, why would my brain have these thoughts that are so painful? And I know they're not real. I didn't when I was younger, but now being older, I know they're not real. I'm having these horrible thoughts and I'm like, this is, your brain is fucking you right now. But it's almost like I'm talking to my own brain. And how is that happening in my head? (laughs) How do I have a brain that is like being so mean to me that it's like, just die. (laughs) You are, uh, I'm going to try and kill you right now with horrible thoughts. That's what I'm going to do. I just don't know where it comes from. But anyway, I know there's a lot of people that suffer a lot worse than I do. I know that from being a comedian. I know comedians that have killed themselves. I know there's people a lot worse. And I'm every time I have horrible thoughts, I always thank God that they're not worse because I know they could be. But sometimes the horrible thoughts like fuck up potential relationships because I'll meet somebody and I'll just, you know, I get these horrible thoughts and then I, I either like just like bail, like, well, why pursue it? Cause you're going to, this isn't going to work any. I'll meet a guy that I really like and I'll be like, why even go there? You're just going to end up obsessing about him. You're going to end up being crazy. So just bail, get out of it now. Don't even try it. And then I'm missing out on maybe something fun. But I know the pain and I'm so, I don't know. I'm just trying to get over that. I don't know if I can. It might just be something I have to deal with. Like other people that deal with some kind of mental illness their whole life. This might be a mental illness that I have. I don't know. I try and be totally honest with people because I think maybe if they just know, like, I'll just be like, sometimes my mind goes crazy. Maybe if they know, you got to put up with something sometimes. I, uh, I don't know. I sometimes worry that It's so weird because I often feel like I'm getting better as I get older, but then I've also had like weird, just like bad anxiety attacks that make no sense, which I didn't, I don't know if I had them when I was younger. Maybe I did. I don't know. I babysit a two-year-old. I'm scared to tell this story because I don't want anyone to be scared 
of my babysitting skills. I'm a really good babysitter. <laughs> I babysit a two-year-old and uh, a couple months ago, I was walking, I was holding the two-year-old and I was walking. Okay, so I, let me preface it by saying I walk every day since COVID. I used to go to the gym, LA Fitness, whatever, closed down. I walk outside. First couple of months of COVID, I would walk over this bridge over the 101 freeway in Los Angeles. There was a couple times, and like I said, I would never hurt myself. But sometimes I was walking over the bridge and my mind, my mind would just fuck with me so bad. And it would be like, you could go over that bridge. I never would. Ever, ever, ever. I would never. I love living. <laughs> I would never. But like I said, my mind just like tells me shit. And I'm like, I would never do that. But my mind will be like, you can go over this bridge. It's just like fucking with me so bad. So anyway, it's so far my whole life, this has only happened to me. First time ever. And I've babysat a lot of children. I've been babysitting since I was 10. Never had my mind have any bad thoughts. I was with this two-year-old that I babysit and we were going, we were walking and we were by a bridge and my mind like fucked me so hard and was like, what if you threw that two-year-old over? I'm so terrified to tell this story because I swear to God, I would never do it. But my mind fucked with me. And I knew my mind was fucking with me. And I would never throw this two-year-old over the bridge. But I had this, like, I started getting so much anxiety. And then I just had to grab the two-year-old and, like, get off the bridge and go down to the street. Because I know I would never. I love this kid more than I fucking love this. But it was, like, this weird, like, anxiety attack of, like, like my brain is trying to tell me I'm a bad person, that I would do something horrible or something. And then I just had like call one of my neighbors and be like, can you please, I need you to come get me right now. I'm stuck. And I was like sobbing, like I would never hurt this kid. And my brain is telling me I would hurt this kid. His parents don't listen to this, thank God. Uh, I would never. And that was like four months, it was at least four months, four, three or four months ago. And I still like at least once a week, I think of that day and all the anxiety comes back and my brain starts telling me again, maybe you would have heard that. Like, it's so fucked up that my brain would be telling me that I could hurt somebody that I fucking love. It's just, it, it's, it's like, it, it, be, it creates like a distrust of my own brain. Like if, if I can't trust my own brain, who the fuck would I trust? Like, if I can't believe my own thoughts, if I think my brain is trying to hurt me, whatever the fuck is happening in there, 
then I guess it makes sense that I would think I'm going to hurt somebody. I don't know what I'm talking about now. I'm not going to delete this, but I am a little nervous that I just told that story because I haven't told anybody and it's been months. Well, I mean, my neighbor that I called to help me, who I love. But I still, like earlier today, my brain brought it back up. Like, you thought about doing that over the bridge. And I got like massive anxiety again. I just never had this much anxiety in my life that I would hurt somebody. So I don't know. Is that age? I hope nobody I know listens to this and is going to call like a 5150 on me. Is that what it's called? 5150? When you go to a mental hospital? No, I'm good. Um, all right, I'm almost done. I think the most painful thing of when you, uh, when, when I, oops, like obsess about somebody or like I said, a new guy that I meet and then you're, just, I'm just waiting for them to text me or I'm just waiting for like that kind of validation. It's like, I give all my power over. It's like, I stop thinking about, Hey, do I like him? And then it all just becomes like, Hey, does he like me? What the fuck happened to <laughs> what happened the weird thing is I also feel like I'm at my most confident right now maybe it's because I'm self-aware I was never confident in my whole life I, I feel confident now and now I feel like well, why didn't you have this fucking confidence when you were 20? You could have done so much more. I could have been so much more successful if I was confident when I was 20. I waited till I'm 45 to be fucking confident. <laughs> and now I'm just self-conscious that I'm old. My confidence is colliding with my self-consciousness. That's what always happens, right? That's why the people in high school who were super confident peaked by 20. Then you see them on Facebook, you're like, oh shit, you didn't do much. Anyway, guys, I'm not going to hurt any children. I've already said that. Um, all right. Well, this is episode nine, I believe. If you listen to all of them, I appreciate it. I also want you to know that my neighbor is a really good guy because I talked bad about him a few episodes ago. All good. Um, anyway, if you listen to Jill and Off, we're on Patreon now. Come support us. Um, thank you for listening. Hope this wasn't too confusing. I ramble a lot. I'm very excited. I performed at the Hollywood Improv this past weekend. Comedy's coming back. 
hopefully things are going to get back to normal a little bit. I do not want to get the vaccine. I'm getting shit from my neighbors for that. I'll get it if I have to. I just feel like life isn't changing that much with the vaccine yet. Even my neighbors that got it are still wearing masks and stuff. I'm like, oh. if it means I can do more stuff, if they're like, hey, show your vaccination card to do this, then I'll get it so that I can do the stuff. Yeah. Hey, I'm vaccinated. I'm good. If I can go to a concert, if I can work on a cruise ship again, I'm like, here's my vaccination card. But if I'm just going to get it and live the same life I'm living, which seems to be happening, excuse me, excuse me, burping isn't my thing, but there you go. I just don't feel it necessary at the moment. Anyway. I feel like this is like a stand-up set where I feel like I'm supposed to end on something great but it's not it's just me talking to my computer at 9 53 on a sunday night after i've had a few drinks i planned on doing this earlier and then i got in a very long conversation on the telephone so it's 9 53 on sunday guys i hope you're all doing well thank you so much for listening i love you bye